0: Welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and along with me I have Ben. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. And that's it for tonight. We've lost Kirk. Woo! Sadly. Yeah, I know, I know. We we do suspect that it's entirely down to how we've treated him in his mind. Um, but no, sadly, we don't have Kirk with us tonight for reasons he didn't want to disclose. So we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> so it could be, it could be that he's just uh you know he's making a stand here. It could.
0: Yeah, yeah this, is, this is his Ooh. resistance to us.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back next week, though. I'm, I'm so, sure. I'm sure. Do you think it was the show
0: last week that put him off? I don't know. <laughs> I, think,
1: I, don't, I don't think that's the straw that would break the camel's back. I don't think it was, anyway. No, two,
0: two shows writers. in a week wouldn't throw him off. Come on. Maybe. Mm, um, we all that know with bad. Kirk,
2: if he was pissed off, he'd fucking tell us. And he would tell us <laughs> loud and proud in front of a million people. Well, you mean on Twitter, yeah. On Your Twitter, point.
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hide behind Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's good that you mentioned that we did have two shows last week, didn't mm, we? We did. Um, we were on the uh, Mr. Boomstick XL uh, Double Barrel Gaming Show, which was on YouTube on Wednesday. So uh, if anybody came to watch live, fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, if not, you can catch it on his YouTube channel, which is Double Barrel Gaming. But we're going to put it up. We're going to put the audio on our podcast feed on Friday as a bonus show. So this show will come out Wednesday like normal, and mm-hmm. then we'll just have an extra kind of episode coming out on Friday, which is just the audio from that that podcast. If you didn't, cool. if you didn't catch us then,
2: then you can catch us on Friday. Yes, really good do. show. He's so nice, isn't he? He's absolutely yeah, lovely. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Great show. It's yeah, so yeah. Cool. really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. we we'll really enjoy being on. So um, and hopefully we'll have him on the show sometime yeah, in the future. Yeah, like, exactly. that'll enjoy. be that'll he? be amazing as well. That is the so, dream, well. isn't
0: it? Let's hope so. Yeah, yeah. the dream.
2: I mean,
0: okay, Look, it's been it's been established. Eddie, move forward. <laughs> uh- <laughs> anyway, at this point, I probably should reference Twitter because Kirk put a very effusive note down here saying that we should say a huge thank you to certain people for getting us over four hundred followers. So. <laughs> I'm going to do so badly with these names. I know, will... Pete!
2: I'm so glad Ben wanted you to do this, because you are, like, anti this kind of shit. I love I, this. I know, and it, it, I, I will do it better than Kirkwood, but that's just because
0: I can read. Yeah. So I have that advantage. But anyway, I know, because to... this is all
2: at, and there's... Right, remember, Ben criticised me for saying at, so you do not supposed to say that, right, Ben? <laughs> okay, oh, I do we not say, say, say the at? No, I Ben said it, and he didn't supposed to. Yeah, fucking okay. bullshit, anyway. of course we do.
0: I feel we're taking away from it. This is a genuine, honest thanks, it is. and I do mean that, to these goose. I wouldn't call it these goose. I'd rather, I'd rather call it the sea goose. Th- there's not an A, name. It's No, it doesn't matter. What? The sea goose? A better name. It should the be sea these goose. goose. We all know that, but it's these goose, <laughs> no, the, all right? No, the sea goose. <laughs> Fine. You know what? That's just rude. Um, we should also point out fish, chips, whips was there. Ooh, oodles a dim kinky name of
1: course he was
0: <laughs> warlord ethan nice. Draconius 67 and after school spur three which i'm sure is short for special you'd think right but couldn't um, be a party without him <laughs> <So it's great. laughs> that's it thank you very much to all of you for getting us to 400 followers it's, yeah for sure. thank you very much yeah. This is, I don't know how to handle fame, but there we are, you know.
1: <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you have to, Pete. I know, and I'm so happy about that,
0: but 400 will do. <laughs> but with that out the way, I feel we should crack on with the meat of the show. Um, right. And obviously, we've got the news and the new releases to start with. But after that, we're going to talk a little bit about Lego Star Wars, because Ooh. Ben has, of course, been playing that. Yes, Indeed. Yeah, yeah. And our feature this week is a Spotlight on the Community um, feature featuring ACG, or Angry Centaur Gaming, as he was known and kind of is, but he doesn't really use that much anymore. Mm. So <laughs> so we will get to that. But first off, let's have some quick news, Ben.
1: Go for the quick news. Um, so uh, Mario Rabbids 2, the uh, game that's coming out on the Switch um, this year, it's been leaked that it's going to be out for holiday 2022, mm. which I think the the holiday season starts from around October time, doesn't it? So any time from October through to pretty, December, pretty much the
0: moment Halloween is over, everything for Christmas starts being advertised, doesn't it? Yeah, so, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. depressing. Events. So anyway,
1: that's courtesy of uh, Nate the Hate on his podcast. He said that. Uh, that that's when it's gonna come out. So that's good for, for Nintendo fans. There's quite a few good games uh that are coming out at the back end of this year, including like Splatoon 3 and the new Pokemon games like that. So mm. add that to the list. And speaking of Nintendo games, there's another another news piece with Metroid Dread. So that's had an update this uh-huh. last week. So it's had the um, boss rush mode added so where you can fight the twelve bosses one after another. Yep. So and your damage carries over but your weapons are restored within. And if you complete that, there's another mode that unlocks called survival rush. And that gives you like a time limit to do it as well. Oh When you defeat a boss, it adds time and Mm. you, and you move on from there. And if you do that, it unlocks the final mode, which uh, I'd love to see this on Twitch uh, called dread rush, which is where it's one hit kill (laughs) and any damage from any boss ends the run instantly. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, that seems particularly brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look forward to uh, seeing somebody do that on Twitch in the near future. But yeah, Metro <laughs> yeah. Dread now has all its updates. And it also had an easy mode update back in February, didn't it? So um, it's really it's really catering for all audiences now. So fantastic your, game. and
0: What's you your sweat? sweepstake on how quickly someone dread rushes this? <laughs> uh... I would think because you haven't got to play a game in between, it's just boss mm. on boss. I would say a week. Yeah, I was thinking tops, like maybe four days. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. one of those where if you've got dedicated people doing it, they will do it. Yeah,
1: that doing course. it for seven hours, eight yeah. hours a day, mm-hmm. 10 hours a day, whatever, they're going to do it, aren't they? Yeah, whereas if, if it was
0: one of us three, you'd be looking at 2026 sometime.
1: Well, yeah. actually, you <laughs> might get that, um, you might get it really, really quickly because there are people who obviously speed run the game mm. and they would have. Been amazing at these bosses already, and yeah. taking no damage on any of them anyway. So, yeah. uh, I can very much imagine that you might get somebody do it pretty much instantly.
0: It could happen, couldn't it? So yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you won't have anyway, to wait moving long for away, <laughs>
1: moving away from Nintendo. Mm. Uh, we mentioned this game quite a lot, XCOM Two. Um, it's free <laughs> nice. on the Epic Store this week from Thursday. So this comes out on the Wednesday. And a day later, from Thursday, you can get uh, XCOM 2 on the Epic Game Store, which is amazing because last week it was uh, the first Warhammer Total War, wasn't it? It was indeed, mm. yeah. They're so doing you well. Probably, you could probably, If you're listening to this on Wednesday, you could probably go on, download yeah. Warhammer Total War still, and then tomorrow download uh, XCOM 2. It's been yeah. bloody brilliant, isn't and it? And
0: that's the thing as well. You don't actually have to download these. You don't have to no. install them or anything. You just have to have gone through the transaction, which yeah. is yes yeah, And then it's in, it's in your you library
1: like it's the same as on the playstation so uh when you have ps plus Mm. um you just have to add the games to your library you don't have to download them or anything it just needs to recognize the free purchase exactly
0: yeah but it's i mean it's it's at the point where even if you don't have a laptop that can play them you may as well do it and then when you've got one you'll have those there
1: like it's for that rainy day isn't it (laughs) where you've got nothing to play you just load up epic store and go what's in my library exactly yeah brilliant Mm. um and keeping on the epic train um it came out today before this podcast that Sony have invested a billion pounds in epic mm-hmm. um so this could have something to do with the PSVR 2 or something like that. I don't really know. Um, but Epic do own Unreal Engine 5, obviously. Yep. They own Unreal Engine 4 as well, but <laughs> 5, the future of games it would appear. Mm-hmm. And that also helps people, also may help them branch out into TV and stuff like that, because Unreal Engine 5 has crossover to other media as well, supposedly. So mm-hmm. it may um, may make sense in a, in a few different ways, but interesting so i don't know anything more on it so there's nothing more to talk about and, uh, <laughs> just, uh, that's that's then's the quick news
0: sony have chucked money at epic okay fantastic well in the longer news eddie i think you were starting us off weren't you
2: <laughs> the longer news come on <laughs> come on p you're better than that um yeah my one max payne one and two remakes confirmed Um, Remedy have announced plans to remake Max Payne 1 and 2 after agreeing a deal with original publisher Rockstar. Uh, This comes from Eurogamer. Uh, The Neo-Noir action games, uh, known for their bullet-time gameplay, return as a single title for PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and are built with Remedy's own Northlight game engine. According to Remedy, Rockstar is footing the bill for development. Uh, The studio behind Alan Wake and Control said the remake's development budget is in line with a typical Remedy AAA production. Um, I'm very excited. Um, I think I've made my points very clear that Max Payne... um, was an amazing game. I, I, I would say it's probably one of when I was a kid, one of my favourite third person games. I think mm. like the bullet time was revolutionary. Do you, do you remember the first time you used bullet time and you went, "Yeah, this is this is insane." Is I've insane? never
1: played Max Payne one or two. You know, Oof. I've never played Max Payne.
2: <sighs> wow, then wow, um, You're not, not a real yeah, gamer. Yeah, n- never,
1: never, <laughs> never had. Not obviously not a real gamer. Yeah, have so. you seen the
2: movie at least?
1: I have seen Warburg's movie. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the um what do you reckon if you went back and replayed these games, do you reckon, um do you reckon if it, not the remakes, the, the old games, do you reckon they would stand the test of time or they I mean really the wouldn't? graphics
2: are horrendous. Like if yeah. you go back to Max Payne One, I mean even that start fucking uh scene in the tube station is is god, the pixels on it to like four... say, it's
0: like two thousand one, isn't it? Uh, it's I'd, not I'd... one you can just roll back to. <laughs>
2: it's an oldie. God. <laughs> it's okay. an oldie. It's an oldie. It,
1: but there's the... this trend right now, isn't there? Of doing these old games again. It's like but the audience that that's appealing to is like us. Like mm. at and least,
2: I, like, yeah. So what I, games
0: I, been.
3: <laughs>
1: and I
2: have no interest. But like the well, like, generation. I'll, I'll, if this was free, I'd play it. But that that's as far as it goes for me. You know, like this is.
0: I think it's a tough
1: ask when you're appealing. I mean, the average gamer age is going up. I think it's. I think supposedly in a in a, in a recent study, it said thirty because researched mm. that for another show. But um, that is it's older than you'd think, and mm. maybe that is why they're bringing back these games. But I also think the other thing, and this applies to a new story later on as well, that this they they basically said we've just signed the agreement between Remedy and uh, and. Rockstar hadn't they? They they just mm. they just signed it. So this is so far out. Yeah, yeah, it's a like long way crazy way. far. And and so it looks like the only reason they're doing this is to advertise that they're making this game for getting talent in or recruiting mm. and that type of stuff. Like it's mm. just like you get the community buzzed for something in four or five years time. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, or, that, or is it going to be quicker to than work that? on? That is, the or time is it quicker than that? Like. We yeah, it's, it's a triple-A type
0: game, so... Yeah, it's not quicker than that. If it yeah. is, there's something wrong with it. That's my immediate thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Well, in yeah. in other game announcements, we also um, we had something from Halo, didn't we? Mm. Which, which is that season two has been announced for May. Mm. Um, so this second season, which is known as Lone Wolves, has been teased by a new trailer and is set to arrive on the 3rd of May. So what, three weeks away or so? Um, and it's going to contain new maps, modes, themed timed, themed limited time events, apologies, and an all new battle pass. Um, so this obviously comes on the back of people like Brian Jarrod, who's a community develop, uh, director at 343, saying that he understood that some fans were out of patience. And that he and his team were not happy to be able to meet, uh, to be unable to meet player and community expectations. Which I think stacks up with our views on this for a little while, doesn't it? Um, Mm. In that we've pretty much stopped playing Halo. Yeah. Like entirely. Uh, We've joked about this because Eddie's still only two wins from Onyx.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: (laughs) Mm. um, And while all of this stuff sounds fantastic, it sounds like what we wanted it feels a bit late for me. And the fact that yeah. it's followed up in here, by the way, that they confirmed they need more time for cooperative campaign and forward mode. Are, are we actually excited for this or is it a little bit too late?
1: I I think, and I could be wrong, but I don't know if you've saw this in any of your research, uh, mm. that there's only two new maps Ooh. and one's a big team battle one. Oh, oh. God, you see?
2: Ooh.
1: I think... And wow, and there lies the issue. Mm. Therein lies the issue that we're getting a new battle pass, which is great, but yeah. it's essentially gonna be one map that I want to play.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: I, What I don't understand about this is why they're not porting in maps from Halo 4.
1: So mm. I, I heard a discussion on this mm. um, and someone was saying that it's actually it's not people Will think that it's just a map, you know, a simple port. It's the same yeah. thing. Just it, even if you just put the the same thing just in the game, you didn't even enhance it in any way. But it's the balancing issues of all the um, uh, the way that you move around the map and how the characters move and everything. That they say that you can't. Mm. It, it, those maps could essentially arrive broken. There's actually a hell of a lot that goes into yeah, it just oh, to, just get to me convert wrong. them over.
0: You're changing, you're changing engine, you're changing an awful lot of things, but surely it's a massive head start to creating brand new ones. Like, I, well,
1: well, I, I, I Honestly, I don't know, but I, I would imagine, you'd imagine it would be, but you don't know what's already pre-built that they've got mm. in the back locker that they're pulling out. But mm. this this all is like... Halo was so far from finished. This is just yeah. what it's saying, isn't it? Like, mm. even though we loved it and we loved the, I loved the campaign. I thought it was really good. I mean, it was obvious that the second half of the campaign was just like so different from the first half, and it was like stitched together. It was really <laughs> weird. But overlooking that, like, good had a good time of it, and the, the multiplayer was excellent. But they just had no, nowhere to go, did they? They just didn't. They didn't. It's almost like they didn't treat this as a live service game at all. Yeah. Mm. Mm. and it was actually just supposed to be a multiplayer in the game mm. and Which, not, not a free-to-play multiplayer.
0: Yeah, and this is kind of... kind. Of, oh, my God, I've looked this up, and, yeah, it apparently is only two more maps. Mm. I, thought, yeah. I thought you might be I right when him, you ben. said that. <laughs> I thought you might be right when you said that, but I was like, I'm sure it's more than that. But no, it's two. And wow. I think one's a big team battle one. And yeah, it is. Th-
1: they really need to fucking get this forging. And if they got mm. co-op in... I'd mm-hmm. play again because I'd play with Kirk or I'd play with you two or play with somebody. Yeah. You could play up to four people. Like that's fucking great. I'd have another go on Halo campaign. Like you guys haven't even played that no, campaign through, no. have So I mean. you might want to as a as a four or as mm-hmm. a four ball go through. That'd be cool. Like that's um that'd be quite good. But I I do think. But answer me this: Do you think we'll be playing it
2: on the third of May or there or thereabouts? <clears throat> no. Um, I mean, yeah. it's one of those that I will—I'll always jump on and and play if you guys are playing. But mm. I would have no inclination to do it without that, unless all yeah. my friends are fucking playing and my girlfriend <laughs> wasn't giving me jip about gaming too much. That's the yeah. two- thing—is you never played it on your own, did you, Eddie? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I did it for the sole reason of I didn't—I didn't, I didn't want to. Well, I don't know why didn't I do it by myself. I think it was because I, I, like in Warzone, I found myself playing it for hours and hours and hours when mm. I played it by myself, and I knew if I broke that seal with Halo, then that would be a problem. But yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to this because of that. Even if I was Could, playing it by myself,
1: my my tipping point will be if Pete says, "Are we playing Halo?" like yeah. that's you'll be my tipping point because Pete, Pete's actually probably one of the most committed Halo players of us like wants to play every day like starts doing the battle pass like you're all in aren't you like I what was, you want yeah. to be yeah. um, if you went all in I'd feel like I was being left out Yeah, <laughs> like, fair. so I would fair. but I, I'd feel like I was missing out if you if you went back in but it's I'd, But it's not like there's oh season 2 oh great okay well the only thing that appeals to me really is a new battle pass mm. yeah.
0: Um.
1: Well, we'll wait and see.
0: <laughs> I guess we will. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I do still feel it's come a bit too late. That's the thing D- for me.
1: Yeah I, yeah. I I can understand that. Especially guess, for what, such
0: a small update.
1: Right, so what if they said there was four new maps? Four new Yeah, that's, that's non Team forge. battle maps. I'd be Yeah, so much we're talking happier. four new normal, we're talking forge.
2: I think we would be right back in You know what? Yeah. We we would i certainly would be back in but more for the curiosity because you you to log on and you play it and you go like oh i want to try the maps and you don't get the map every time so you keep on wanting to go back to it and before before not too long you get hooked again or Mm, you see that one of your mates is online you go oh fuck it i'll just jump on so yeah something like bringing if it was like if there was four maps, I think it'd probably be the minimum. Then, yeah, it would get it would it would be enough to bring us all back just to see what it's like, and that would probably be enough to hook us again. But it's a, it's exactly. a good
1: point you make about curiosity because as soon as you turn it back on, and you play a few games, you go, "This is a fucking good game." Because yes. Yes. <laughs> it plays great, doesn't it? Yeah, it just plays brilliantly. Like as a shooter, it's mm. fucking on point. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing that I heard this week was uh, the reminder that Activision are obviously coming under the um, Xbox banner yes. microsoft banner so um maybe 343 need to watch their back on this one because <laughs> there are a number of talented fps developers mm. coming in to uh to microsoft so yeah, uh, 343's days may be numbered in terms of halo games who knows
0: my, well, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely speculative news, but that's what we specialize in. So. It's not
1: news. That's not news. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and I'm pretty much I've inherited that that opinion is totally derivative of another podcast that have listened to. It's not. I didn't ah, independently not come even up an with original that original thought. That. Well. Pretty, Loved. No, no. Loved. What, okay. what, what
0: thought is original, Pete? Um, yeah, fair. So. <laughs> nihil novum sub sole and all that. Fair enough. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Shall I move
1: us on to the next? Yes, please. Please. please, quickly. Right. So, <laughs> so crystal dynamics they have announced the new Tomb Raider game last mm. week. Um, so hot off the back of the talk of them helping out on the new Perfect Dark game, yeah, um, they've been discussing this new Tomb Raider game and saying it's just started development and that it's going to be made in Unreal Engine 5 from mm. Epic, like we mentioned earlier. So more and more games are being announced uh, as Unreal Engine 5 games, uh, like this Hellblade, The New Witcher, Stalker 2, Dragon Quest Eleven. That's Mm. been, uh, Dragon Quest 12, sorry, the new Dragon Quest is uh, Unreal Engine 5, anything The Coalition, the Microsoft um, uh, (laughs) Development Studio, they're all Unreal Engine 5, that includes Gears of War and obviously Perfect Dark, so um, all all big games are kind of um, revolving around Unreal Engine 5, and I don't think either of you, did you check out the Matrix tech demo at all?
2: You know what? I, I don't know what that is, but I I saw a Unreal presentation with Lara Croft in a jungle, in a very thick jungle. Right? Is that? Right, what you're yeah, that would have.
1: Yeah. No that that one was was that the one last week? Uh, I think like I saw about a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. You mean, I think uh, you I th- mean I haven't Matrix seen. Awakens, I haven't, right? I haven't seen that, but I actually mean the yeah the Matrix Awakens tech yeah. demo that was about it was a couple of months ago. So basically. Oh, okay. yeah they had unreal uh, or epic had created in unreal engine 5 um a matrix world so mm. they created a city um there was a short kind of playable demo related to the film that yeah. was that had just come out um and uh basically you could walk around the city and just and you could turn into like camera mode and just put yourself anywhere on that city and that type of stuff um and it was to showcase kind of what what can be done in unreal what um what development studios will have at their fingertips and that this world is actually available for developers to just take you yeah. and just and just build off and just have the assets and, and all this kind of stuff and um no and a, a, a layman like myself I I can't really fathom what's so amazing about it because <laughs> Because I don't, I don't know the technical things. Like, there are obviously incredibly impressive things in there, and people have pointed them all out. And and I'm probably not the target audience, mm. but I do recognise it was it was good and it's and it's impressive in it in itself. But um, yeah, this is this is the this is the future, and that was supposed to showcase it. And a lot of people are saying that that was bloody amazing. I played it on the Series S and the PS5 just to get a look on it. Um, and what what the one thing that I did think was impressive is that you could zoom right into like the tire labels on cars, and so there is like an incredible uh, level of detail, and the world is living throughout the whole of the city as yep. as you kind of just take the camera anywhere, the people and all this, uh, the cars and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was impressive in that sense. So, Unreal Engine five that's uh, that's big, and the new Tomb Raider is coming to that. But again, it's going back to Eddie's point earlier, um, or the edit from Eddie's story. They're announcing these games so yeah. early on yeah like yeah. they said well, they've just started development
0: well it gives them five years to actually get the new consoles to the people and then they'll be you <laughs> know about the right time but it to doesn't release.
1: it just doesn't it just give people a lot of time to start complaining that they go oh, where's that Tomb Raider game oh that Tomb Raider game's yeah. in trouble all that kind of stuff yes it's you like,
0: can look at Cyberpunk can...
1: then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly and then there's pressure and then there's mm, or oh, look at Halo yeah. like halo like halo needed another two years for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's uh yeah you just you just give you make you a rod for your own back aren't you well, but this is early. this
0: is surely how they get the best staff and the better investors though is by yeah, showing yes, it off exactly. early and in you doing so, so unfortunately they also get all the attention from everyone who wants to play it yeah and i, I suppose like it's pretty hard
1: if you say join Crystal Dynamics, you get to work on Perfect uh, Dark and Tomb Raider. That's mm. a pretty good advert, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and the same if you say like if you want a part of that, you fund us. You know, yes, oh yeah, that's going to be how they get abso- it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You're yeah. you're, you're damn right. Investment is is a massive thing that I didn't mention. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah, but yeah. yeah. So we've got what three new games there which are coming out in five or six years' time and. A game we were expecting in May coming out in May with only two new maps. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <Yeah. laughs> Why
1: is
2: our news always sad?
1: Oh I no! I've, I've actually got I've got I've got more interest. This well, is even
2: non so, so is Eddie. No, no, <laughs> so, this I've got the best on that
0: point, Pete. Yeah.
2: On that point, there's okay. a game
1: that has actually come out early. Oh. There's a you know, Advance Wars One and Two yes. remake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody had preloaded that on their console, and Nintendo had authenticated it. Mm. and they've been playing it, and they put up on Twitter, like, oh, start talking about it, and then they're like, oh, I didn't realise nobody else had this. So they're <laughs> actually games that are coming out earlier.
0: <laughs> For one specific person. For one person. It's that intern again, isn't it? That's going to be who it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, Eddie, your new story. Um, everyone's going to be very interested in this one. RimWorld gets chance to reverse the Australia ban. It's from Eurogamer. I don't know if you remember a while... Um, Probably four weeks ago, I reckon the Australian Classification Board uh, banned uh, the sale of Rimworld in Australia. Yeah. What was it reasoned because it was immoral or something? Oh, the yeah, d- deeply of... immoral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the reasons are pretty harsh, but uh, anyway, very accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very accurate. Um, now it looks as though Australia is at least willing to reassess its original ruling. Rimworld's creator took to Twitter to announce the news, stating, Good news, the Australian Classification Board is going to review their ruling, which banned Rimworld from sale in Australia. We've got some legal professionals and expert witnesses, that's a weird comment, (laughs) helping out, so I'm optimistic. Thanks, everyone, for your support on this, uh, Sylvester added. The meeting is scheduled for 20th of April, after which the board says it will share its decisions and reasons online for us all to see um which i love because this is win win like if if it if they're not selling in australia anymore i mean i don't don't really care but also if they, if the reasons behind it are going to be what all rimworld fans love is the fact that it's like this horrible like immoral game <laughs> where you can do horrible things and and you just know the board if they are going to reject it then they're still going to go like oh this game is you can do this and you can do that and every real world fan's gonna go, yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, m- more people will get all downloaded. Oh as yeah. As
2: well. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I bet I bet um Sylvester's loving this. I bet yeah, he's going yeah, nice capacity, isn't it? Yeah. But I
0: mean the yeah. use of the word witnesses did amuse me, because I'm yeah. there thinking, if you've got my <laughs> drug peddling cannibal <laughs> cult of organ farmers, they don't need a witness. That's they murder witnesses and sell their organs that's kind of their thing
2: <laughs> we just need to go back to your, uh, your uh, remember when we used to Rim World Stories and Pete and his oh, yeah. that were wow yeah, Rim World Stories what, yeah. do you
0: mean the one where I took every single organ from the guy because he hurt my wolf
2: yes that's right he hurt your wolf so you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean that's so the witness that we took need took away
0: every single element individually until it got to the point where he might yes so for die. new for new listeners
1: mm. for new listeners we uh, <laughs> did for a, for a number of weeks at different times we had Rimworld stories with uh, mm-hmm. Eddie and Pete didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cruel, cruel stories. Well, yes. Ed- Eddie's mostly with these wonderful tales of survival that also had people dying. Mine were <laughs> slightly less chance of death on my side and a much higher extremity for individuals. <laughs> yours were more Yes, yeah, so The Australian stories. board
2: listened to yours Pete and went we need to ban whatever this game is <laughs> we need to ban yeah. it.
0: What is actually going to happen is, at some time in, after this meeting, there's going to be a thing banning me from Australia. <laughs> and not will be fine. That's mine, you know.
2: Pete. I, 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 I'm one of the witnesses for the Australia on this one.
1: I'm pretty sure we, we said off the cuff and totally truthfully that we said, oh, because Pete's a psychopath. and, and Yes. And, moved on. Yes, and then
0: I think, I think off the show, Pete went, is
1: that, is that really... What you-
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Again, I've al- I've always clarified this. It's sociopath, not psychopath. Yes. Okay. Apologies, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. You're yeah. Yeah, fine. There's a big yeah. difference and it's very important, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that difference is
1: often overlooked. It's mm, <laughs> the same so. outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: no, move on. Mm. Mm. Well, you're the one with the last piece of Oh, yeah. Bit. Move on to me.
1: <laughs> Let me scroll up the dock. Where am I at? Okay. Um, this week there was a weird circumstance of digital games on the ps3 and the vita reportedly expiring and becoming unplayable so mm-hmm. this was for older games on those two consoles that people were trying to re-download um when they previously purchased the game and they were unable to actually play the game so Chrono Cross, which just came out as a remaster uh was an example of this and uh, one user claimed that um, he received a notice telling him that his license to play the game had expired on the thirty-first of December, nineteen sixty-nine. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason that um, is is um, important is because nineteen seventy is often used uh, first. The first nineteen seventy is often used as like a a date that is just input for pre like the um, you know one that's just mandated the filled in on the form for like yeah. a a date in the past um so <clears throat> the thought on this is that it's a bug but it has applied to chrono chrono trigger final fantasy 6 final fantasy origins uh war of the lions well, what that is and a uh, room factory ocean so it's been noticed on a number of games and the the reason people thought this may be a little bit sus is because of um chrono cross because chrono cross has just been re-released people were thinking ah, maybe they're kind of forcing people, they're funneling people down playing the new version Mm. by turning off the old version. Now, it probably isn't anything as sinister as that, and it probably is just a bug that's caused this, and it will be fixed. But it hasn't been fixed in, I think, a week. So that is... That's a a bit long to not fix a bug, but it has been a weekend, so let's give a bit of time. Um, But the the key thing that I just wanted to bring up here is... um, we are living in a digital age now, and do you actually own anything if you buy a game digitally? Mm. When somebody just has the power to just turn it off. The intern effect. There's
2: mm. <laughs> always so that intern.
1: Yeah. Like but but we're we're now we're now seeing on these consoles, like and we assume it's a bug, but otherwise it's just No, sorry. And we've seen it with Nintendo, with the uh with the Wii recently or on their different shops as well if you haven't downloaded the you like you can't re-download things and it's it's just it's it's done so yeah well uh, it's a bit what happens in 20 years on your ps5 digital or
0: something well i think it's definitely something that there's going to be there's a gap in regulation on anyway at the moment but think about it in regards to the tech improvements and like how many videos did your parents own like, you know what I mean? Yes. VHS, like they're those were bought, they're owned and they are no longer in any way useful in in anything. Well, so,
1: you can have a, a VHS player and you could hook it up to a
0: and Yes, theoretically you could do, but I mean, who, do, who does? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> but, but it's still there,
0: but yeah. oh no, 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 come what, on. What I mean people is I think your point of 20 years in the future is a very good point then, because this is going to be a very small issue until it's not. And I think at this stage it is still a small issue, but the actual like ownership is a big is going to be a problem at some point. I think
1: it's a get, it's an issue that we've talked about on this podcast, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's an issue that is often brought up. But I I just think it's 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 such a weird circumstance where nobody's really thought of the future. Now you could mm-hmm. say PC have been doing this for years, yeah. Steam have been on this for years, and we've had issues where people have passed away and actually like accessing passing on their steam library mm-hmm. is a, is an issue isn't it because of yeah. ownership and things like that but it's um I, I just digital is i and we don't know no the normal consumer doesn't know enough about it to know what they own and mm. what they don't own yeah and the fact that it's often more expensive to buy digitally uh than physically is 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 another thing altogether and you mm-hmm. may not even be getting the same product so just yeah. a it's just a warning for the We're future, getting, but we can't really act on it. But no, I'm, just, I mean, yeah, this
0: is, this is just the <laughs> 1984 of our time, isn't it? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is just life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, I mean, yes, it's something that's a bit strange and it's not exactly ideal for the consumer, but I don't know. I, I do oh, feel <laughs> there will be solutions presented before this becomes a massive issue.
2: Yeah, yeah, there, there probably will be, but, but even still, like, I mean, you come across the problems. Like my dad, he still has Dark Colony discs
0: in his cupboard,
2: <laughs> and yeah, every yeah. single computer he's had in the past ooh, fifteen years, which has been about four or five, he has tried to install and cannot mm. understand why it doesn't un- install. <laughs> so yeah. you know, it, it, it's a different, it's a different thing, but it's the same problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah that that is weird because those disc games you have to wait for it to come on Steam where they've Mm -hmm. done something so it actually works now. Exactly. Again, you have to basically replace it. Well, well, do you remember? um, In
2: fact, that there was actually a period where the old CDs didn't work. And do you remember that company sold out? Yes. Do you remember them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, they, they. I remember. I had loads of discs and they didn't work on my recent ones. And then this company called Sold Out. They're they're probably broke now because they they based on old games that couldn't yeah. work. But but yeah, that they they uh sold all old, old games that worked on modern computers and oh fuck me, I bought so many of them. I've, I've probably got like fifty of them in my cupboard somewhere. Yeah. But um yeah. yeah then then that went away and and then they didn't work on modern computers and <laughs> yeah. here we are. It is, yeah.
0: The issue I <laughs> always have when talking about this stuff though is we're veering dangerously close to NFTs when you talk about digital ownership <laughs> and I just want to steer along We way haven't clear talked about NFTs in a while. <laughs> Yeah, and and then we go. We
1: must have the blockchain because we must understand ownership. <laughs> and then oh, we want no. NFTs. Yeah, God, <laughs> so, no, we do. And then we come full circle. And mm-hmm. then everyone goes, "Oh, maybe there is one use for NFTs." No, no. but
0: What we come down to is me going, "I'd rather lose access to something twenty years later than have an NFT." <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and with let's, that- let's
1: see what that
2: uh, brings in twenty years. We haven't talked about cypunk <laughs> yeah. in a while. Well, yeah. I,
0: d- I mean, new releases is not really the time to do so, but that's where we are, so <laughs> go for it if you've got it there.
2: <laughs> All right, Cyberpunk comes out now. Uh, B-I-O-T-A. Oh, that was like the song. Um, Comes out on PC, April 12th. 2D Metrovania action platformer set in a mining colony infected by an alien plague. In B-I-O-T-A. what What's that supposed to stand for? Biota, I think. Biota, right, okay. I think that's just it. Yeah. Right, you can choose your hero, it fight gruesome monsters, and customise your 8-bit retro experience with a swappable 4-colour palette. Wow, 4-colour Um This looks uh, proper bad. Like, this is, so it's a 2D platformer, and it genuinely work, looks worse than the 80s games it's trying to base it on.
0: Yeah, this looks like a sold-out game.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like a bad one as well. <laughs> yeah. Like what Ben a, would a, have played.
1: The yeah. most annoying thing about this game, like Switch game for our for our listeners, it, it is B dot I dot O dot T dot A dot. Yeah. If you okay. just type in Biota on Google, it doesn't come up. Yeah. Yes. So yes. this is yeah, a fucking right. wank name. <laughs> like this is the worst possible fucking name for your video game to be known. Like you can't type in the letters. That make Mm. up your, your, your video game and it come up on Google. It's Mm. gone. See ya. But if you add,
0: if you add the word game, it does come up.
1: So. Yeah, but you can't just type. (laughs) But everything else, you type in the name and underneath it will say video game and it comes up as the first thing. True. But you type with this, it's just not on the page. Yeah. It's just a fucking, and it's, it looks wank, but the name. It looks awful, <laughs> you've got me to furious. admit it looks
2: proper bad like, It like, does look bad, I, I like, no these... feature yeah, yeah, I criticise these games all the time but this one looks partic- like I reckon people in the 80s would if they saw this, they'd go, oh this is quite bad actually I'm not going to play this <laughs> Fucking imagine it 42 years later, Jesus mm. Christ I'm sure they worked hard on it Did they though, Ben? Did they do a <clears> simple
1: <throat> Google search? No, they couldn't <laughs>
0: I think possibly what you're missing is that the term that comes up if you search this in Google is the exact one they were trying to mimic with their name, but yeah. even so... <laughs> even so, it doesn't, matter. so it doesn't matter. I take your point.
2: But yes. Yeah, yeah. Point up. Um, next one, Planet Zoo Wetlands Animal Pack DLC, coming out on PC on April 12th. Um, it brings eight new animals for players to manage. There you go. So it's mm-hmm. got like capybara, platypus, uh, buffalo... Uh, Red Crown Cane Does anyone care? <laughs> I just... I've, never heard of, I've never heard of this game but it sounds wonderful Have
1: you not I honestly it am, I'm
0: surprised you don't love this game ben.
1: I've never I've never heard of it I looked it up obviously when when it's on the new releases oh, I yeah, thought yeah, it looked pretty wonderful ben, it's a simulation game I, I assumed you already owned it As soon as it said simulation I was like I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think people lovely. actually quite like this one I think it's got do. very,
1: very good yeah. reviews on um, Steam. Yeah. Really high. Positive I opinion.
2: contemplated it because I loved. Um, it reminds me of oh, fuck me. Is What's it the tycoon? roller coaster tycoon? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Roller toker, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, I, I used to love that when I was younger, and mm. this kind of reminds me a bit, but. Yeah, it was it, I,
1: it looks like um Jurassic um That's
2: yeah, Ben Jurassic I th- I ones, think I am probably wildly off, but I remember well, I looked at it at the same time as Jurassic World or whatever that Jurassic yes. Park game was, yeah. and I was umniring about which one and I thought they both probably won't keep my interest, so just left it. That's fair. I mean, to be uh, fair, okay. it is by the same people who made regularistic tycoon. Is it? Oh, yeah. good. Oh, it might yeah. be alright then. Yeah. They also all make
0: right. Elite Dangerous for the record. <laughs> oh oh sh- yeah. What it is yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a good what, studio. Yeah, it is a good studio. What
2: spread? <laughs> it's like Warhammer. Do you remember the people who make Warhammer games? Also made all the cycling games. What a <laughs> yes, fucking yeah. spread? was it like Cycling Manager? Or yes, that? Cycling Manager. It wasn't even Cycling Games. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Cycling Manager. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it out. Right, next one. abris I'm going to call it that. Coming out on PC April 14th. abris is an atmospheric physics destruction building game. Build structures from parts to let them crash into your targets. Unlock new unlock unlock new parts destroy <laughs> destroy more. Witness entropy and its worst in digital brutalist cityscapes. Build to destroy. Wow, well, honestly, when I do this, so much saliva builds up in my mouth. <laughs> I know that's a weird thing to say and I'm not Anyway, um, for the listeners who have just uh, not turned off to that, um, this looks bloody gorgeous. Um, it looks really good. It looks like it will be good fun. It looks like it's really physics-based. It goes into mm. weight and direction and all that crap. Um, and I think this would be a lot of fun to play, personally. I can't believe I'm saying that about such a simple-looking game, but I think everything about this game, what they've done, looks fantastic. What do you Funnily guess? enough, I agree with you on
0: almost everything, except I don't really like
2: how it looks.
0: Wow, I thought uh, you'd fucking bit. love
2: it. No, it's it's just, kind of like a cyberpunky. that's the impression I got. It is,
0: but it's just a little bit too
2: pixely for me. So I'll go the other just way
0: and bit. say
1: I think it... I think it looks great, mm. but I don't really understand what the
0: point
1: of the game
0: You played Power Wash Simulator, Ben. <laughs>
2: yeah, and you're asking so what's
1: a clear point, of point this to that game. There's a clear point to that That's Pete. just the resistance <laughs> of in entropy. Well, this end. is giving me. There's even to a story Intercom. to Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not in, a brist. doesn't tell me what to do. Power Wash <laughs> Simulator tells me what to fucking do.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so it's just clear instructions you needed written on the, Absolutely. <laughs> written on the thing. Absolutely.
2: I, need, I need to hold my hand. I need to hold my hand for it. <laughs> You know. um, yeah there is a campaign Ben where you go oh. to like different areas and stuff tell so, me more that, that's all I've got that's maybe fucking do your own research about I should um, also
0: point out Ben if you if you spoke German it would have been very simple
2: yeah because I typed means. in Abris and there was oh, loads of actually like does it? Is it it just does, means demolition in German I was thinking oh, okay, it might have fair, meant right. destruction in German Oh, <laughs> yeah, brilliant Nailed it. okay Yeah. Well, there we go, there you go. maybe no, you've great got your all.
0: instructions ben. you can crack on with it yeah. oh, I right, could I'll have done a German like accent
2: if I had time oh, I should have done that <laughs> offend more people around the world um, <laughs> next one Bush Hockey League coming out on Switch April 14th Aggressive mm. Hockey is back Experience hockey the way it was meant to be played in this old, a lot of people are going to be offended by that. In this old school arcade style hockey game where blood, there's not one comma in this fucking sentence. Uh, <laughs> style hockey game where blood on the ice is just another day at the rink. Rink? Yeah, I'm going to say rink. Big mustaches, no helmets, dirty, he- dirty hits, other hats. Bench clearing <laughs> brawls, goalie fights, and stick fights. That's Bush Hockey League. Um, this came out in 2017 on PC. Um, it looks a hell of a lot like NHL 95. I used to play it that does. on, on I think Sega? Can mm-hmm. I beat that? Am I that old? Um, but that was fantastic. This could be a lot of fun. And I reckon this would be a great for like, ha- cause I wouldn't want to, you know, go into my office and play this on a console, but on a Switch, mm. on handheld, while watching something in the background. Bloody lovely. Ben, are you gonna do that? It,
1: what puts me off is that it's got a 56, I think, on Metacritic Ooh, on PC. That's, that's
2: I think a, I think it's mode. a low rider on well in PC, the, in, the, in its defence, a game like this that is kind of based on just fighting mm. and it's probably quite simple mechanics. I think they're never gonna say it's a world beater. Yeah.
1: Yes, you, you're probably right. You're probably it's right. not and, for the FIFA crowd, is it? I, I no. do think uh, you. It's a great point that it's a Switch game. It could it could really find its home on Switch, couldn't it? What? The I like it's um cuz it was previously on PC. That's a tough crowd to be having this type of game on, isn't it? Mm. Like PC mm. for this type of game. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's why the ratings are like that, but mm. yeah, could be all right on Switch.
2: Cool. Right. To the big one of the week, um Game of the Year contender, Cat Cafe Manager, coming out on PC and Switch, April 14th. Travel to the sleepy village of Cattlewale Way and rebuild your grandmother's cat cafe. Renovate your restaurant, befriend the local cats and townsfolk, forge lasting friendships, unravel catty mysteries, and build a home for dozens of unique felines. This is amazing. <laughs> it's got a good building system. You can manage a, manage your staff and the higher environment. There's a village so you can kind of do shit in. This is game of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> ben, when are you buying this so you can review it so that I can tell everyone about this game?
1: I did it just. It just puts me off. You're going back to rebuild your grandmother's cafe, oh, your cat cafe, and sake. it makes me think it probably wasn't that great to start with.
2: <laughs> That's where you got lost on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what lost Ben. <laughs> That's the first sentence, lost. it lost me. Was it the,
0: lost fam- the familial attachment was what lost Ben instantly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like Grandma didn't make a good go of it first time round. Yeah. So you wanted I, a cat, cat consultancy
0: him. company, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I
2: can't imagine this being great ben, business. Ben, hang on, hang on. How about maybe it was the best cat um, restaurant in the world, but she died and... You know, it's been a while since it's opened again, and that's where you've got the money from because so many investors have gone. We need you to open up this place because not mm. only is this a game of the um a restaurant of the year, but even looking at it from a different perspective will be a game of the year. So well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Eddie, that type of backstory
1: story would get me right in. Yeah, there we go. You're welcome. Absolutely, <laughs> okay, yeah, I yeah, think. no worries. Um, mm. yeah, fantastic.
0: It, when you said she died, I immediately went in some kind of bleak murder, which is one of the catty <laughs> mysteries. That's that's where I went with
2: that. <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll admit, right uh, when you I saw this unravel, catty mysteries out the grammar. I don't the get that impression
1: from the graphic <laughs> from the graphical yeah. presentation. I don't get no. that's where they're going with it. I, no. I
0: suspect not. Mm. a, a dark suspect, twist but... <laughs> <laughs> dark horror game yeah. the grandma's actually alive out of... cool. turns out it's more horror elements than any of the Resident Evil oh, games in a decade shit. Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely in the, in, in the cellar underneath just a skeleton
2: surrounded by cats <laughs> yes. lovely yes. right Good. well we turned that really nice looking game into a horror story Brilliant. Excellent. next one Crime Sight coming out on PC April 14th Who done it? oh my god They've actually put done it as in D U who done it all one word D U N N I T that's the listeners who done it or will or who will do it a new mystery simulation game with player versus player action arrives at, at, on the crime scene in crime site players will face off against <laughs> each other in a battle of wits in this clash of good and evil who can outsmart their opponent and come up on top um, this—I I was going to criticize it, but actually looks okay. Like, I think the look of it looks quite nice. What do you guys think?
0: They've I don't really
2: bit, know what to compare it to, really. Well, they've got really a, a bit of
0: Minority sports. Report mixed with Sherlock Holmes. It's—it's
2: <laughs> it's an odd one.
0: Yeah. I like and I mean, it does look okay. It's very JRPG looking to me. I was going to um, say, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah well, the characters yeah. do. Yeah. The characters, yeah, yeah. Because they love going down that route, probably because there's a lot of money in it. But so, mm. um, well, you, 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 you do, do get Konami as well. I mean,
1: mm. you do get a lot of crime mystery, like JRPG type looking mm. games. I, I, you know, the first thing that I thought about this was is PC, but um, I think it, this needs to find its home on Switch, doesn't it?
2: Yes, absolutely. You know. I'm shocked that it isn't. They didn't market for that.
1: Yeah, they might later down the line, I suppose. But yeah, crime site seems um, seems definitely like a Switch game.
2: Maybe because Cat Cafe Manager was coming out, and they didn't want to compete against. Yeah, they didn't want to get in the way. Yes, yeah, yeah. and I respect that. I respect that. You've got to know when you beat it. Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't delay it like most games around the Cyberpunk. Um, yeah, true, true story. Yeah, no, get out of the That's way. probably why this is such a shit week of new releases. There you go, we've sold it. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. There you go. When well, I'm right, I'm right. It,
0: I'm glad we I'm glad that we've acknowledged that it's a
2: shit week. Well. <laughs> hey, we still got two games left. For me next one, Tormented Souls, coming out on Switch, April fourteenth. Classic survival horror is back, inspired by the original Resident Evil and Alone in the Dark series. Tormented Souls modernizes with a fresh twist on the Fixed Perspective Adventure, as Caroline Walker investigates the mysterious disappearance of twin girls in a terrifying mansion-turned-hospital. Came out in 2021 uh, on PC. It's got very positive reviews. um, And it looks really dark and atmospheric. It looks okay. I wish Kirk was here, because I wish he saw this.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I suspect mm. that this will come to Game Pass at some point because it has been on Xbox and PlayStation as far as I'm aware. Mm. And people a lot of it was it was very heavily streamed that it year. Was, like, wasn't you know? It was, yeah. Yeah, like because it was it's a, it's a callback to the original Resident Evil, you know, like the fixed cameras and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um and people very much enjoyed it. I think it's I think it is a cult game and if this
2: does eventually come to Game Pass, I I definitely expect that you'd enjoy it. Mm. mm. Alright, cool. Uh, Last one, Taito Milestones coming out on Switch, April 15th. Taito Milestones coming boxed and digital for Nintendo Switch. Ten groundbreaking classics from Taito's arcade vault. A variety of genres and gameplay styles. The origin of pixel graphics and art with a timeless look. Um, Not a timeless look. That's incorrect. (laughs) Um, This is just lots of 1970s games. Um... Wow. Kind of. I never even heard of this. It's hard for that blurb, by the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not not a timeless look. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Disagree. Not a timeless look. look
1: Objectively wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are 80s, not 70s, but they are very
2: much dated to that. I believe, actually, I read that they were released in the 70s, but only became popular in the 80s, actually. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, fair enough. Shit,
2: the man's done his research. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: apparently so. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm very sho- more shocked by that than the fact that these are 70s games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do. I mean... to be
2: informed. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I budgeted three hours to do my research, like I do every week, and then I spent two hours researching Cat Cafe Manager. Uh, playing, okay, at to, manager, yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> about another half an hour buying a switch just for it. And then half an hour researching other games. So there you go. Oh, um perfect. that's it for new releases, but um it's been a pretty shit one, but at least there's there's games coming to Game Pass this month. Uh on April fourth, uh, there's MLB, the show twenty two, and cricket twenty two. Uh Pete, you gonna play the cricket one? You're you're a cricket boy.
0: It's already out, and I probably will give it a play, yeah. some um, It's one of those I'll just jump into and try. I'm not expecting too much.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I'd love yeah. for you to come back and say, it's actually a good game. Yeah, that would be <laughs> it, fantastic. It's all dependent on modes, isn't it, with that mm-hmm. type of thing? Because like the game can be so-so or pretty good or whatever, but you'd actually probably just appreciate it there being a competent cricket game. But oh, if they it. had some good game modes, you'd be like, all oh, right, this is actually...
0: Honestly, I just want to play proper test cricket and bat out eight hours for 40 runs. That's right, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. You just you just want
1: gameplay, don't care about the mode. <laughs> yeah. As long as you can turn it to real-time. I want to happy. make it
0: like real cricket. Yes, that's the way.
2: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Fair enough. Good.
2: Um, next one. Chinatown Detective Agency, um, Dragon Age 2, and Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. All coming out on console and PC, um, and all coming out on April the 7th. Oh shit, so Star Wars Squadrons, which I thought yeah. was already on it, but hey-ho. I think it was previously on Game Pass. Yeah, I think and this is come, a Maybe they took it off. They sometimes do that, don't they? They take things off. Yeah, because th- I'm pretty sure that we had a discussion about maybe playing oh, it. Oh yes, we did! We were thinking about playing it. We were. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. To be fair,
0: I'm also pretty sure that Dragon Age 2 was on there at one point. Which is a fantastic game.
2: Yes. I, I think, sure I think sure Dragon, Dragon Age Inquisition was, because I played I know, it. but I thought Dragon
0: Age 2 was too. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm sure there's been a Plants vs.
2: Zombies game on there as well. Oh, yeah, but there's <laughs> so fucking
1: many of them. I you know,
0: <laughs> so we what we're saying is, on top of the actual rubbish new releases, there's a bunch of games coming back to no, Game ha-
1: However, <laughs> Chinatown Detective <laughs> Agency was at the Indie Direct... Mm. We'll call it a direct, you know, the yeah. indie showcase that Xbox did a few weeks ago and, and was subsequently released, and it looks quite a good game. Yes, I, I like it, even know. I said
2: that. Can yeah, it's, it. it's got
1: that kind of Katana Zero um, graphical style, mm. uh, but, yeah, it looks looks pretty decent for people
2: that like uh, like those types of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. certainly. Um, coming out on April 12th um, was Life is Strange True Colours, um, on console on PC, Panzer Corpse 2, just on PC, uh, and the Dungeon of Nahulberg, the Amulet <laughs> of Chaos, coming out, uh, came out on console and PC. Um, hmm. I'll, I'll wedge this one in April 14th as well, console and PC, lost in random. Any of them to be fancy? I'll play Life is Strange, True Colors for sure. Like that's a, there was a real surprise that this is coming to Game
1: Pass, and it yeah. it kind of headlines Game Pass for April for me. Hmm. Um, yeah, because it it, how, it must have come out less than six months ago, something like that. Hmm. Um, I well, yeah, lost I, lost
0: in random. It's pretty recent as well. I think that was end of last year. is. Yeah, yeah. It, it,
1: it was. It was. It wasn't. Am I wrong in thinking that it was PlayStation originally? I don't think so. Maybe it wasn't an exclusive, but it mm. it was that was also about six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, sure. I it was, uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. It was in. It was in because I remember listening to Offshore and it being in their like Game of the Year discussion, not mm. near the top, but I think it, I think they discussed it anyway. So yeah, it was it was definitely a decent game from from last year.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh,
0: yeah, that yeah. one does intrigue me slightly. It's got really good reviews from user scores. So.
1: Yes, and I think the the fighting mechanics are uh, like involving dice rolls and stuff yeah. like that as well. I, th- I think it looked quite good from what we saw.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So a few good things there at the end. Hmm. <laughs> there we go. I yeah. mean,
1: a few, <laughs> very few, but
0: yeah, oh. you know, a few is just plural but without committing to any number. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, with that, we're on to what we've been playing. And obviously, the key one here, Ben, is is on you with Lego Star Wars. But before we get to that, I did just want to touch on the fact that I have finally, finally completed Elden Ring.
2: Hey. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. I feel is actually a reasonable time. It's like just over a month. Um, yes. It's taken me, which, you know, when you... Actually, work full time is. I feel pretty decent for a game this size. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a digger Ben. That's a passive no, streamer, <laughs> obviously. <The> streamers, <laughs> not Ben at all. It's yeah, you know, a it passive dig that I play a lot of video games because I have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to point it out, but yes, I've also so I mean, I've I've done what I usually do in these RPGs and done literally everything you can do in a run mm. um, without saves coming. So. I think I'm like two achievements short of Platinum, which is kind of annoying. But yeah, it's how, amazing what you've goes. done.
1: It's amazing that you've done everything you possibly could. You've yeah. Pretty, you've
0: fought every boss. and Yeah, it's yeah really that's it. Cool. That's it. And that, it's, I mean, it tells you how hooked I've been on it that I've done that. Because yeah. I think Witcher 3 was probably the last one I did that with. And that was five years ago, six years ago. So it tells you just how hooked I've gotten it. And obviously it's a fantastic game. And obviously finishing it has left me with a massive void of what do I want to play, mm. which is an issue. But I did get to the end feeling one slight disappointment with this game. And that is, okay. and I mentioned it to you a few days ago, didn't I, Ben? That is the fact that it's its very much the open world, while it's amazing, it's dead. Like, And I suppose I should have seen that coming because it is FromSoft, but it does disappoint me a little bit that despite creating one of the biggest and most polished open worlds there's ever been, nothing is happening when you're not there. Yeah, you, know? you
1: described it to me brilliantly uh, by mm. saying that like, everything's waiting for
0: your a- arrival. Yeah, that's it. They are all just passive until you get on screen.
1: Like- Whereas in the other games you mentioned, like Skyrim and the Witcher, you can imagine that mm. the hustle and bustle is going on when you're not there yeah exactly
0: exactly and it's um yeah and that was kind of annoying for me that was a bit like i wish they'd done a bit more on that and don't get me wrong it doesn't take away from it being an incredible game but it is probably the reason i tend to lean more towards bethesda and cd project red than i do towards fromsoft in the long run Mm -hmm. um so I just thought I'd throw that in, because I think that only came to me near the very end, was I that realisation is a problem.
1: When we were discussing it, the way mm. that I thought about it was that the other games that they have done, uh, in terms of the Soulsborne games through to Sekiro, it's always that it's it's almost a linear path. Now, you can't take mm. some different paths, but it's almost like a linear path through the game, and they were always designed like that, so you'd come up to something and... This 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 problem that you're kind of presenting, which I do think is actually you mm. know, it, i I understand it. Um, it didn't matter so much. And I've always questioned like that behind it. But the the story where you're kind of put in and you were the um uh in this you're the, the tarnished or whatever, yeah. the story always encapsulated kind of that the world was dead. Mm. And that you were you were kind of like setting the the flame or whatever again or you you were going through to the fight the end boss for this particular reason because you're you're the undead you're the chosen undead kind of thing yeah but but this doesn't do it in such the same way in terms of its story development so i do get how that could be something where you say ah, right it doesn't there's something missing a little bit
0: well this is the thing is like you look at the entirety of The Lands Between as it stands. And you go, I I think I said this a while ago as well. It's. I think it was the lingering problem with the motivation for me is that if I end up as Elden Lord, like I'm just sitting there watching a dead world still, like nothing changes, it's all everyone's passive. The only place in fact, yeah, the only thing, the only place where there's any sign of life before you arrive is the Windmill Village. And that's where there's like dozens of women just dancing around because they're completely insane. That's the, yeah, that's so the I, most living place in the game. I was going to say,
1: nothing encapsula- encapsulates it more than hitting New Game Plus mm. And you're the Elden Lord mm. of still the same <laughs> static world. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You just, yeah it, it's, a, it's a nothing kind of like, yeah, encapsulates it more. Um, I, I get that kind of criticism. Now, from, from my mind, It that never came into it as, a, mm. as even a... And I know it's not an issue for you. It's just yeah. a point. Um it never really comes to the fore of mine because I expected this to just be a Dark Souls game, yes, and and it turned into a hybrid of Dark Souls, which was Dark Souls One remastered was my favourite game ever, mm-hmm. and this turned it into a hybrid of that and the RPGs that I've known and loved, yeah, forever. And it's it's so therefore that's why it sits top. But I I understand that mm-hmm. that issue.
0: Yeah, um, and I mean. It, it was the only thing that sort of drew any kind of like, oh, out of me. Um, but I will say, I will reiterate, because I think I've said it before on the show. The bosses in this game are iconic, though, quite a few of them. Um, you know, from Margit, just for how many people struggled with him, all the way through to Radan and Melania, who I actually think are two of the best boss fights around, even if mm-hmm. Melania is ridiculous. Um, they are as good as I've seen in an RPG ever like they're fantastic fights yeah Mm -hmm. i do like
1: i i still because i'm on my i i played did it once but i kind of did it to complete it i did extras as well but i I spent 80 hours in it but Mm. obviously that 80 hours isn't enough to do everything um i then went on to new game plus and i've done just over half the game again new game plus but then i started again as a as a melee only to to kind of go through the game again and i've i'm 20 hours into that playthrough as well so <laughs> i'm trying to experience as much in a different way but i still i'm just in awe of going from like biome to biome to section to section mm. going this is just so crafted like i have never played a game this crafted fair I, it's i i'm blown away now I, Admittedly, I haven't played the likes of World of Warcraft, which you've mentioned to me mm. uh Pete. Uh, and that that's obviously had twenty years of development behind it. Yeah. Um so and and it's I'm just not,
0: it's the scale of that one that's the difference. Yeah. Like, the polish I'm not I'm not
1: Yeah, I'm not bringing that into it and I, I suppose you clarify as a single player game or something like yes, that yeah. as much as this is predominantly a single player game. Mm. Uh, but the the craft that has gone into every part of this is just I I'm just flabbergasted that a game can do that. That 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 anyone has ever done that to a game. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, that's so. hardly enough. That's the
0: there, There's the final thought on Elden Ring. <laughs> that, that's the definitive final at least, thought. At <laughs> least for now, until we replay it in six months' time with the DLC.
1: But uh, I'm still I'm, I'm still replaying it now, so <laughs> I'm on yeah. the third playthrough. So, uh, but yeah, we, we will we will try to refrain from talking about Elden Ring, I suppose. And just <laughs> as we do, with,
0: just as we do with Cyberpunk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Eddie, I'm sure you've got
2: brand new games to talk about, right? Um. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Um, you thought I did because I put on the dock EFT, and you're like, ooh, yeah. what's this game?" <laughs> yeah. That stands for Escape from Tarkov. Um, yeah. I have been playing some RimWorld, so I guess that kind of counts, right? <laughs> Any stories? <laughs> um, not really. I, I've just, uh, you know, like Escape from Tarkov's so intense that, like this week, like you know, when you know when you just don't want to deal with it, you just want to have a nice casual gaming experience. Do you mm. ever, I mean, Ben, you surely experience that a lot because you've done a you power washes, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. he power well, washes. Well, the um, next game is a palate cleanser, so yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, so yeah, I've been Spoilers. playing. I've been playing. I've been chopping and changing, depending on my mood uh, between Escape from Tarkov and Rimworld but uh, really enjoying both of them. To be honest, as usual. Um, I, uh... I actually
0: have a little RimWorld story for you. Oh, go on. Because I remember both of you saw my lovely base I'd created last time you were up here. Oh,
2: yeah. Gotcha.
0: Uh, Do you want to know how that one ended? Wow. Despite having 27 colonists and being insanely overpowered, that game ended in frustration when my main dude, the one who represents me, went out to hunt a new dinosaur I'd brought in through a mod. Hmm. And it turns out, and they have a retaliation attempt if you hunt them, but it turns out that applies to all of them on the map so while he killed one instantly the other 31 of them proceeded to mercilessly headbutt him to death <laughs> oh, and i Christ. couldn't get i couldn't get any help to him in time it was a huge map and he was on the absolute opposite corner so and that, that was the end of the game with a wonderful marble lined mountain yeah ended because of headbutting dinosaurs tragic Go, don't, stories again. Don't, find, <laughs> that, don't find dinosaurs. That's, that's what I've learned. That, yeah, yeah, I've learned that lesson.
1: <laughs> um, what I was thinking, Eddie, was that you had said to me a couple of weeks ago that you might not go back to Tarkov because mm. you lost a lot of your kit.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was while I was playing um, Weird West, um, so I didn't play Tarkov for three days. And, and Tarkov has a mechanic where you ensure your gear, and you, if you die, then people... You know, the the computer goes in, pretends to go in and, and get your stuff, and whatever hasn't been taken, it gives you back if you've paid the insurance. And I, stupidly, while playing Weird West for a few days and getting the review out and whatnot, I just didn't touch it, not even, like, log on, which I completely forgot about that system. So I logged on and I lost... <laughs> oh, fuck me. I, lo- I lost... It's difficult to compare, but I would say probably 10 hours' worth of gear. Oh, um dick. So yeah, just just because I forgot to log on, which was no. it's good. To be fair, most games like when something big happens like that, it it puts me off so much. Like, I normally put the game down, but I, mm. I've gone back to it. I am not enjoying it as much as I was. I've got to admit. Like before, I was I was dying to get on after work and maybe even waking up early to play it. While well, now, you know, if I am in the right mood, I'll play it. But uh, if I am not in the right mood, I am playing RimWorld. So yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how long this keeps me for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Well, maybe maybe you might feel
1: like going back to Elden Ring, the best game of all time.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Maybe. If only
2: the world was a bit more
0: living, you know? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. I actually think this is a problem that me and Eddie would have and you don't have at all, Ben. I think that is the thing. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. But anyway... We did the final thought on that.
2: Now it's time yeah, for Lego. We Star did. Sorry, Wars. yeah, that was the final
0: thought. That was the <laughs> yeah. final definitive. Should thoughts. we chat about
2: NFTs or?
0: I'm actually <laughs> going to mention Elden Ring in the future anyway. So, you know, oh, let's just to give up on all of it. Come on. Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Lego Star Wars uh
1: the Skywalker saga. Yes, so um I couldn't resist and I picked it up. But the trailers uh leading up to this mm. looked great. The gameplay like we all commented on it last week, didn't we, and said actually it looked yeah. Pretty damn good.
0: Before you move on, how much did you get it for then? I think 45. Okay. That's pretty reasonable, isn't it, for nine games functionally?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, as you say, it's nine games, it's nine films. So, Mm. you can choose which of the three trilogies you can start on. You don't have to play them in any particular order, but you have to start at the start of that trilogy, if you know what I mean, to unlock the next one. Yeah um but bear in mind that i've only played two of the films at this point so uh take that for what it is and uh, i'm sure many of you out there may have played more of it so i'll just give you my uh my impressions for what what i've played um I, I picked it up on switch because for me this this very much is a pick up and play game because i i've played lego games before um and to be honest i haven't really overly enjoyed them because I think I played like the old school Harry Potter ones. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's when they were kind of finding their feet. They weren't really knowing what they were doing at that point. Yeah. Um and this one though, it seems it's the best one that I've played and it seems to very much uh, it, it it just it flows a lot better. The combat's a lot better. Like there's just more game stuff in it, like normal game mechanics if you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so it's a third person kind of I'd say combat game, like depending on what character you are, you could have a, a gun and it's a shooter and it's a cover shooter even. You can go behind cover and lean out and all that kind of stuff. Um as a Jedi, the Jedi combat is fantastic. Like you can use the force, pick things up, throw it, you can throw your lightsaber, you can you can fight with your lightsaber obviously, and it's it's actually really really good, and it, it feels great. It's some of the best lightsaber combat I've, I've played with for a, for a while, I'm not going to lie, and it's a fucking Lego game. Um, but uh, from what I've experienced, again, from, from the two films that I've done, and I, I started in chronological order. Um, so I, uh, I started with The Phantom Menace, um, and it's not been much of a challenge yet, but that's not necessarily the point nor an issue with this game, I'd say, because yeah, right. I like, it, you know, we've all we've just been playing a lot of a game that uh, we're no longer allowed to talk about and need a <laughs> bit of a palate cleanser. And this this does serve it like Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I really, really, I really like that game. I thought it was fucking great. But again, it was like, a, you know, you have to be on your A game. This is very much I can have it on, have something on the TV. I've got up my switch. Lovely. Just play it along and it's mm-hmm. uh it's happy days. you don't have to pay too much attention to it very much like guides you around where you need to go next and all that kind of stuff so it's very hold your hand type stuff mm-hmm. so that's that's good but um the set piece kind of fights and uh, boss fights like Darth Maul. yeah um very very well handled very very good not a challenge but just <laughs> just quite fun and and cool and the, and the comedy in it it's not um it's it's fun and it's it's fairly funny and it's kind of gentle mockery as it goes through but mm. it's not overwhelming like it's not it's not trying to be funny every fucking moment and yeah. it's it's more like the little things where you're going oh that's cool that's cool like it's just it's it's just it's it's nicely handled i think for a, a lego game but on that note if you're not a star wars fan i i don't see how this would fit in for you um, <laughs> as a star wars fan all it makes me want to do is watch the films, mm. and then I am like, "Well, I am not going to watch the film. I'll just play the film." <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but, but I am playing the first. I am playing the Phantom Menace. I am like, "Oh, this would be oh yeah. I should watch that again." It's like, no, I don't want to watch the Phantom Menace. Let's just play the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like this, this is actually really good because it takes you through. It, it's actually remarkably, um like, on the line of the film. It really mm. takes all little nods to the
0: film. So, yeah, that's what they. That's one of the things they've specialised in, the LEGO games, isn't it? It's yeah, like and I, I love it. right through it,
1: yeah. I, I love it for that, because I'm playing the film, like, mm. and it, it's like watching the film, but just a bit more interactive, and you're getting some quirky little other mm. bits going on. And there are like hu- a huge number of collectibles in this game, so there's side quests and stuff like that. But And therefore, it makes it reasons once you've completed a level, it'll then like open it up in free roam and stuff. But for me, it's about just... Going through the film, if you know what I mean. Like I'm not playing it for that collectible stuff. And I think ultimately the people who are gonna get a lot of the content, a lot of the value out of this, are gonna be the people who go back and want to get all of the collectibles and do everything. And then I think there's fucking hours and hours and hours of content in this. Yeah. But I am just enjoying because I think it would just be cool to just go through all nine films. It's like, yeah, fucking go through nine games there. Like, that's really really fucking good. Um But uh it's it's how long? Yes, go on. Pete. I
0: was just going to say, how long roughly does each one take you to go through? Is it the same length as the film as well, or is there? Obviously... Pretty much, a
1: couple of hours. So yeah, that's what I thought. Eight, it's, a, it's a couple wow. of hours, and it's 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 good. Like for that reason, and it is just following it along. It's just yeah. it's it's very very good. It's um, and I like how they incorporate. And this is what I mean about the Lego games kind of growing up. And I. I think this is these are newer editions, but I haven't played many of the recent ones, but you get unlockables you the things you collect allow you to unlock new ships, new characters, and also upgrades to your characters, like core upgrades, but you can also upgrade like specific characters like your jedis or your bounty hunters or whatever who are you playing at and the upgrades for those specialists like jedis about it they're not particularly good, so it doesn't really add much to your experience, but the core ones are quite meaningful, I think. Um, so there is, like, a point to it, but it yeah. doesn't seem like... But it's not overwhelming to the fact, like, Elden Ring, I've got to get another 15 levels before I can fucking begin to fight that boss. It's not like that. It's more doing it for the fun of it yeah. rather yeah. than the needing to do it. Um, so that's that's all the kind of positive stuff. Um, but setting that aside, the the kind of negatives that I, I get so far is, like, the side quest stuff, and, and it could just be me, and like I said, I'm only a few hours in, a few films in. Mm. but it seems a bit convoluted in my mind, like it seems like there isn't like a very good tracking system. You can go in and find your quest logs and stuff like that, but there's not a great tracking system for it. Mm. Um, and it almost made me think it got I, I looked into it a little bit and then I was like, I'll just play the film. Like, it made me kind of turn me off doing yeah, all the other right. stuff. Because yeah. I did actually start this game and think, you know what, Ben, you could go on a bit of a collect You could actually <laughs> try and do something like that and get... But there's no... I couldn't see any checklist. Give me a fucking checklist of, like, the things that you want me to do. You want to work. Um, you do. <laughs>
2: exactly. I want, be, I want to
1: be put to work on this game and say, right, fucking do this, do that. But, yeah, so I'm, I'm basically just playing the story. And, and I'm... I may be being very harsh on that. Somebody could just go, no, but this is just how you're supposed to play it. Blah, blah, blah. And that'd be mm. fine. But intuitively at the moment, I'm just like, well, okay, I don't really understand how that, all that other stuff works and, it, and there's no great tracking system for it. So, but there, there probably is. I'm just not seeing it. Um, and I do think there is this huge amount of content, but I, I'm not entirely sure what that is at the moment. Like, I don't know what that content is because I I can't see it. Cause I think maybe you have to go through the game and then you come back to it in the free roam and everything, and then it all becomes a bit more clear. Right. Yeah. So I think I think that's where it goes. But there is just a an insane amount of variety, even on what I've played so far in terms of the level design, which is the thing that makes you go to the next level and go. Oh, like pod racing, there's pod racing, and then you go through, and then there'll be. It's almost like it takes two in a way, like. Mm. The, the levels are all pretty different and it's not repeated that much and there's quirky things that happen and you're like, oh, that's... It, it keeps it interesting. So you can, and this is with the a positive look on it, you can just go through the motions and be entertained with it. Okay. Um, because, it, because it does keep it fresh when it goes through. And the real hook for it is that I love Star Wars. And yeah. if you love Star Wars... You're probably going to enjoy this. I I'm not sure if it's 45 pounds worth of enjoyment for me, but it's um, <laughs> but I am enjoying it, and I am definitely going to play it. And I would like to two or nine games. Like I think that'd be
0: pretty good. I I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd enjoy that. I don't know. Again, I'd probably end up only playing eight. I think <laughs>
2: but
0: if, I, you had, I, if you had if you had the option, I'd probably skip the very first one as well. The one you've just yeah. Done. Well,
1: I, I I didn't um. I didn't mind the last trilogy,
0: so I, I didn't mind the last the film. First either, two. So. Just the last one. The last one got away from me. <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You're Which a one's tourist. The t- oh, um, so the latest one's the one with the really handsome guy, Driver, isn't it? Yeah, I thought uh, they were Yeah, Adam Adam Driver is. Yeah, it? I thought they were yeah. all a bit shit. Uh, I
1: but,
2: I thought But the first one... one was excellent because it was just mm. a new hope. Just yeah. uh just win oh, It was, so too. It was,
1: bad. No, it was
0: God, the third one where shit. it was the third one where Palpatine just returns in oh, yeah, the, in the prescript. Nowhere. And then they create the greatest threatening fleet the galaxy's ever seen on a planet they can't take off from. Right. We're now we're now delving yeah, into yeah, movie anyway, talk and, yeah. and, <laughs> and we're gonna get emails on this and yeah. <laughs> but I'm just I mean there were just a few things there that I felt were slight gaps in what they were doing. Anyway, yes. Um <laughs> Plus, we've just said we both like The Last Jedi, which will get us loads of hate mail. Yeah, I know. So, you know yeah, oh, I huh, know. I was thinking that a lot which, of people
2: hate it. Which one's the one on. with Darth Maul? I love that one, and I know That's everyone the first fucking one. hates it. Phantom that Menace, one. and people hated mm. that one. Everyone, everyone hated Phantom that one. Menace. I fucking I, loved the Phantom Menace. Know, that no. battle with fucking Liam Neeson is God, Jesus.
1: So Eddie, I I I, I did that Lego Star and it's very, it's it's a really good, it's a really good fun. There's a lot of exchange
0: there's a lot oh, of good ben. things but there's also things like the pod racing sequence um, yeah. Jar Jar Binks and I'll other never. such items Again, is well, Jar Jar we Binks, just, Binks well, we decided game, to ben. move on and then we just Ben we just is just Jar Jar Binks in this game?
1: It. yes Jar Jar Binks is yes! A game. Oh, yes I'm buying this oh that's
0: painful Okay, yes you yeah, yeah, can play as right. Jar Jar Binks yes <laughs> you're right we yes. probably should move on we should move on <laughs> Because <laughs> we are really deviating from what is normally just pure gaming, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the Lego Star Wars crossover brings you. But anyway, um, it is time for our feature, and it is time to cast the spotlight on ACG. So, I feel well, we like doing these features because it's a chance to just highlight people, isn't it? That's the key. Yeah. Thing so who here. who was the last one we did it on? That's Sport what I'm wave, desperately trying to remember. Spawnwave. <laughs> Spawnwave, yes. Spawnwave, yeah. It's yeah. been a little while. We've had quite a lot of features. So, yeah, it's, mm. it was Spawnwave. And that was really good. And again, it's not about them being complete unknowns because neither neither Spawnwave nor ACG are anything like an unknown. Of course, it's just no, yeah. about pointing out reasons we like them and reasons other people should check them out. Yeah, so, it's
1: more like our community, mm. the people who listen to this podcast, we imagine would like
0: similar things yes. to us. Exactly. So we
1: like this stuff, so check them out if you Absolutely. want to. And uh, Precisely. you might find, find somebody you didn't know about.
0: Yeah, so ACG, or Angry Centaur Gaming, is a reviewer on YouTube. Um, he goes by Carrick, and he is very proud to say that he's one of the top 10 video reviewers in the industry. Um, mm. <laughs> he also has a podcast and does interviews on that podcast, and that's every Friday at 10.30 Pacific time, I think. Um, where And he has had some pretty amazing interviews. Uh, candidates by the way, guys, like John Carmack, mm. um, who that's the CTO of Oculus VR, who mm. also co-founded ID software and was lead developer on things like Doom and Quake. Um so yeah, I mean that sort of stuff is phenomenal if you want to check that out. But primarily for me, I wanted to bring him forward as a reviewer. Mm. And it's because we mentioned quite a few on this show, from The Spiffing Brit to Worth a buy, um, and there's multiple other ones that you talk about particularly, but all of us mention yeah. here and there. Um, and I just think, yeah, I just think ACG brings something slightly different. So, yes, for me, it's incredibly detailed and comprehensive gaming reviews, which tend to focus a lot on the mechanics and how the game works more than how they feel about it. Yeah, yes. And so for me, he occupies a very different space from people like Wertherby. Yes. Um, now I do I should also point out one of the key things I like about ACG is the fact that he always pays for every game. If he gets it given to him for free, he buys a copy and gives it away. Oh, I didn't know he, that. He oh, does. Yeah. Awesome.
1: He does. Yeah. He says it he says it at the start of his videos, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, that's it. If he's ever got one for free, he buys a copy and gives it out to a subscriber on the review oh, video. Oh, cool. possible. Which I always like them doing that. Um, but it just it's a different tack we, we won't be doing that for me. we will not be doing that no please no, we will absolutely things. not
2: please <laughs> do <laughs> anything. We're happy to receive we if you want me to say it's the best game of all time I'll do it <laughs> absolutely I've, will, I've always
1: said we're willing to endorse
0: anything we're given anything <laughs> so I will I will sell out for anything that isn't day one game, game pass
2: that is Pete how will pay Power Wash Simulator <laughs> He, okay, there is a love line it. at that
0: point. I'll give that to Ben and pretend it was a present. Um, <laughs> so anyway, on, on topic on ACG, um, it's, yeah, it's the, the detail he goes into with reviews and in particular the fact that he's not afraid to re-review a game. And this, by the way, is where I mention Elden Ring because he originally raved about Elden Ring as everyone else did and after two patches re-reviewed it and changed it to a wait for sale oh because he went on PC the patches have made the stability worse to quite a large extent wait until they fix it or wait for sale if you haven't picked it up yet
1: yeah one and point on this is that he he is more of a PC yes,
0: game reviewer massive, isn't he? massively massively yeah. so and this obviously is why I thought of him um mm. for primarily because I'm playing 90% of everything on PC um and I but I really value that sort of input when they're willing to go back to it and go actually this has messed it up, or actually, this DLC or patch has fixed everything. It's. I yes. really like the legitimacy that brings to it, and I tend to find that ACG is one of the first ones I look at.
1: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the same, Pete. I'm exactly yeah. the same. Uh, ACG is one of the first I go to. I. He gives more comprehensive reviews. What What I do like about him, and you, you said this as well. Um, so the other one that you mentioned was worth a buy. Mm. Um I love buy's reviews. Don't get me wrong. I think we all we all watch mm-hmm. him and we all we all like yep. his reviews. Absolutely. And I'm always interested in what he's got to say. Um, but oftentimes, I think I know what he's going to say before he says it, yep. and he very much goes on one side or the other. Yes. Um, whereas what you get with ACG is a really good breakdown, but he he will never raid something like yeah. he, he will always put forward the balanced yes and no and i watched his ghostwire tokyo review mm. and i think he um he was quite critical of what it what it kind of was and its basic kind of combat that kind of stuff mm. but having well, having watched his review i still said i'm going to buy that game <laughs> like be- <laughs> because it even if his kind of um thing is well, it's not worth it it's not good, but he's shown enough and he's talked about enough where i've gone yes i yeah. can make my own decision Rather than your your opinion being my opinion, which yeah. happens with a lot of these YouTubers, which I'm guilty of that. Like, I listen to their, oh, I suddenly have their opinion. Mm-hmm. You can make your own opinion from what he's saying.
0: Exa- and this actually is the, the sort of the key point I wanted to get across. I quite often go through an ACD review, and when I get to a certain section, quite often bugs. I go, I don't care about that. Yeah. Yep. Because... Yeah. As a PC gamer, and Eddie, I'm sure you have the same, I'm going to put so many bloody mods on a game after a while yeah. that it's going to be buggy as hell anyway. <laughs> so I don't mind a few bugs. That's yeah. not a problem for me.
2: And for um, me, it's always because I buy the game way later. So, like, <laughs> yeah, they've probably my, been fixed. They've yeah. all been ironed out by then. So. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. It's If you're doing your research into a game, if you're actually looking to find out a wide-angle look on these games, ACG is phenomenal for it absolutely we, phenomenal
1: i'll t- I tell, I tell you what one got me um the guardians of the galaxy review because i saw when guardians of the galaxy came out and it was getting rave reviews from the likes of ign and people like that i was like okay right let's let's watch a real reviewer um i put on uh, acg and he loved it and i was like okay this is a good game i still don't want to play it but this is a good game i now know yeah. it's a good game like because because of how he's spoken about the game what he's presented on the game and and that he said you know what this this actually hits all the notes you know like, okay it's objectively it's done exactly what it's set out to do and and I can I can understand why people think this is a very good game now yeah and you can yeah. trust it a bit more i i that's that's my my belief on it
0: precisely precisely so I mean I guess that's all there is to say but if you haven't checked them out, if you're looking for someone who is going to give you a good review of a game and you need more than just hours, which are sporadic and not always there, <laughs> you yeah, could do not an awful complete. lot worse than going and looking at ACG.
2: Absolutely. Mm. yeah. I'm looking but forward then, to his uh, review on Cat Cafe Manager. I bet you are. Actually I would look forward to any
0: reviews on that game because I imagine <laughs> they're going to be worth as much as the game. <laughs> That's the thing he he
1: generally does AAA games or or yeah. the bigger games doesn't he? So, yeah. so if you're looking for more indie kind of games then you might be looking elsewhere but this is he definitely does the bigger type games and uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, really focuses in on them. Some of his reviews go up to 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, they do. Um, a lot of them are around the 15-minute mark, so it's a lot more reasonable. Mm. <laughs> but a 30-minute review does put me off a little bit. But, uh- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's something that puts you off, and Yes. I'm <laughs> yes, There certainly is. There mm. certainly is.
0: Anyway... I feel we should all obviously mention that if people do want to send us Star Wars based hate mail, how can they get in touch with us, Ben?
1: Uh they can email us at podcast at Grumpygamers.co.uk. Uh you can tweet us at Grumpy Gamers Pod, or you can go on our YouTube channel and see all of our latest uh videos, mm. uh, which is Grumpy Gamers Podcast. Um but remember that we'll have our bonus podcast out on the feed uh this yes. Friday, so Let's look try. out for that one uh, popping up. Um and check out Mr. Boomstick because uh, he was—he was, for sure. he was uh, um, yeah. We're thankful to him for having us on the show last week. Yeah. So and it was and to be back next around. week, so uh, mm. he can respond to all your tweets. All your, tweet- all your yeah. tweets this Kirk week. is so going to uh, come
0: into a, a, a storm of Star Wars hatred, isn't he? Like, yeah, <laughs> just be like, what happened? What, yeah, did, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, but for this week, it is GG. GG. J.J.